Hey, what's going on, y'all? Welcome to another episode of the Yerp Podcast. It's your boy Fridge with my co-host. What's good, y'all? C60 Tiger Brian. What's up? Also, we have a returning guest. It's been a while, but he's finally back. Calvin, aka the Fat Bunny. What's up, brother? What up, brother? What up? You all right? Yeah, 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 yeah. There's a lot um, of shit going on. Yeah, man. And also, we have a special guest. Uh, one of my co-workers, or former co-workers, however you want to say it, but definitely my my bro, my friend. And the time we worked together, the time not, this guy, yo, this is my dude. Uh, YouTube, vlog, conversations with Zoe, my man Lorenzo. What's up, my brother? What's going on, man? Good to be here on the Year Podcast, man. I love y'all, man. Before we start anything, please plug your show, please. So, uh, Lorenzo Bernardes Jr., you can follow me at longlivebig underscore zoe on Instagram and on my YouTube channel, which is pretty much I give my soul. Uh, My intentions are to heal the Black and Latino community from all the trauma we have faced. So that's Conversation with Zoe, 45 episodes. Just trying to uplift and inspire my community. All right, make sure y'all check them out on YouTube, guys. I'm not gonna lie to y'all. Me and Brian, we did it. We had an intro. We had, we had a uh, shout to Haas who did our intro. We didn't. We didn't. We didn't. We're not starting off this episode with the intro because of what's been going on, and we feel like this is a little more important. And when we when we show y'all the intro, we definitely want to do it like on a uh, on you know on a on a better note. We all know what's been going on. Uh, besides what's been happening. How's everybody doing? Because we definitely going to get into that. But besides what's going on in the world, how's everybody doing tonight? Brian? Nobody want to answer. What's up? Besides everything going on, I I can't even answer that, bro. Like, I, I don't know, like, I'm never at a loss for words. Yeah. Ever, ever. Everybody yeah. knows this. I, it's I a fucking fact. Uh, shut up. I can talk, but I, it, this, it just, it hits home way too much. Yeah. And, like, I'm not a criminal or nothing, but I've been through a lot. I've been through a lot of police brutality. Yeah. And everything that's happening right now, it hits, it hits home too much, so I'm not, I can't say I'm okay. I got you. I All right. Calvin, uh, what about you, I'm alive. Brother? That's that's always good. That's the best thing. That's the best thing, my brother. Cover what's up, nigga. This COVID, first we started with this COVID shit. Everyone that is a new shit. Now this shit is just I don't know. This just seems like any. There's not even glimpses of positivity anymore. It's just negativity every time you turn on the channel or just turn your phone on. Honestly, so what's up, brother? I think for me, man, a lot of positive has happened to me during this pandemic and everything going on. I just think for me, I just try to, and you can see from my platform, I just always try to find the negative out of the positive. So I'm going to give you the positive first. I'll give you something good. So I got my first crib. I live in LES now. Congratulations, uh, my brother. Congratulations. I got my my first, you can say, career professional job. I'm going to be teaching at Success Academy in the Bronx. Congratulations, my brother. So that's major. So I'll be teaching at elementary school. And then I'm about to have my first kid in like three weeks. So there's a lot of beautiful things happening for me. But for me, it's been it's been heavy. You know, I've cried a lot. I've had a heavy heart. I've had to educate a lot of people. 
Um, I've had, you know, even even conversations with the wifey about us having a black son and us having to advocate and defend him. You know, we're going to be his voice. You know, we have to be on the front line for our son's life. Yeah. And through all of that, man, through Ahmaud Arbery, through George Floyd, through many other, uh, Breonna Taylor, through all the other people, I just think, for me personally, and I'm going to say this loud and proud, all that all lives matter shit, you can miss me with that bullshit. Because I don't want to hear it. You know what I'm saying? Because at the end of the day, bro, it's like black lives aren't, aren't valued. Okay. You know, yeah, it's not about mattering. It's about being valued. So if, if, if oh, I, th- I could say almost all of us here watch football, right? That we shit do. that Drew Brees said is yeah. some bullshit. And well, that just shows that. you how, we, we yeah, that just shows you how disconnected he is. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. majority of his teammates is black. And if you want to talk about numbers, I literally drew it up earlier. Football is a 53-man roster. The NFL is a 74% African American league, right? You could, you could, you could. We could all say that Drew Brees in his 18, 17-year career has probably played with over 500 black men, bro. That's a fact. Uh, Probably more with the ones who got more cut. You know what I'm saying? Over the preseason, on the night. And we include training camp, all of that. So this is, but 500 is a lot of people. That that you know is what I'm absolutely so. It could be more. It's way more. But I'm just giving you a a, a, a figure to stick. Five hundred is a big number, and for you to say something so insensitive and not really care and still talking about the same shit and disrespecting the flag and all that bullshit, it's, it it just shows you, man. People donate money to causes that help them sleep at night, but they don't understand what the cause really, it, it, what it really does in the lives of other people. Yeah. Like I've I've gotten me personally. I mean, this pandemic thing. I mean, like I said, I've I've said on I've said on all the podcasts. I'm getting used to it. But uh, I mean, this whole thing. I mean, obviously, racism. We're all, we're all, we're all over the age of 25, 26. So we all know, like, uh, it's been with us since we've been born. It's been with us before us. You know what I'm saying? Uh, it sucks. You know what I'm saying? This shit should not. This shit should not be happening. I mean, I'm not. I'm not in a good mood. You know what I'm saying? I. I I don't. There's a lot of things I don't give a fuck about, and you know this is this is new to me because I'm I'm not saying I never give up before, but I'm saying it's new to me in the fact that I'm giving so much of the fuck about something and it's all hitting me a little too fast. Uh, as a, I mean, Kelvin Bryant, you guys are uh, Dominican. I am of Dominican descent. Uh, Lorenzo, you're on, I don't Honduran. You're Honduran. Yeah. Obviously, we're all black. Can we, yeah. can we, we, all, we, all, we all agree on that, right? Dominicans are definitely black. I am, different shades. You know what I'm saying? I am a black That's man a with Dominican and Puerto Rican descent. You know what I'm Facts. saying? You know what I'm saying? You're Honduran. You're a black man with Honduran descent. Like, we're all black men out here. You know what I'm saying? So I feel like we all have that thing. Like, people are trying to bash us because of our skin color. And... And getting away with it, you know what I'm saying, and that, and that's real shitty. I mean, we could go back to Trayvon Martin, we could go back to this, and there's a lot of crazy shit going on right now. Like, I'm hearing cop sirens now. I'm hearing, I've been hearing this shit all week. Like, it's been ridiculous. Uh, do I believe all lives matter? Yes. yes. Is black is is black lives a part of that? Yes. But right now, I feel like black lives do not matter. If all lives do matter, let's help the black lives first. Because if all lives are a little matter, but, you know, the black lives need a little help right now. So let's help them she, first. You know what I'm saying? It's like something I saw on, on Instagram that it was, a, it was a skit, but it's like, this is how white people think, well, 
racist people think. Yeah. All right. There's a fire in a house down the block from me. Oh, you're you're going to the fire? Yeah, uh, it's on fire. Like I want to see if I can help. But what about my house? What about your house? Your house is not on fire. Yeah, but my house matters too. Yeah, but your house is not on fire. Absolutely. I'm, I'm Spanish with black descent. Literally, my grandparents are like they're black. My grandparents are darker, way darker than me. My black parents are darker than most black people I know. My black par- grandparents are darker than most Dominicans. We're dark. We're black. If the house, which represents the black culture, is on fire, and the rest of the house, the rest of the houses represent all other races. Why are you going to give a fuck about, not even give a fuck about, why am I going to put more importance towards other houses, other cultures, and things that they're going on when one specific culture is on fire right now? The mm-hmm. black community is on fire. They're getting the worst out of everything. Yeah, it's been like that for 40 years. Without any other look. It, it's, yeah. it's fucking horrible, bro. And it's like, I don't speak out about things that's happened to me in my life. Today I spoke out for the first time, like to people, to other people at yeah. work, because as everybody knows, I, I work for Verizon. Yeah, I'm proud of it, very, very proud of it. And they've been. This has been a very big topic because Verizon is a company for everybody. It's it's not about it's not about a, a race. It's not about gay, straight, none of that. It's for everybody. We're here for yeah. the world. We help to expand the world. So the company today, they've been putting out casts of the CEO of the company speaking about everything going on. And it's touching because he's from, he's Sweden. He's from Sweden. And it affects him so bad. And Monday, yesterday, Wednesday, and today we had a two-hour meeting of just watching a video of different people in my company speaking about everything that they're going through and their different sides of it. And then we had another hour to just talk about it. Yeah. I don't, I don't get paid $10 an hour, 15 or $20 an hour. They pay us very well. They pay almost the entire company gets paid very well. Okay. The amount of money that they gave, let's say in those three hours per representative can possibly add up to millions of, to about a million dollars, let's say. Okay. But on top of that, they donated $10 million to different black, what is it, to LGBT organization, organization. Black or, different black organizations. My bad, thank you. I was, I, I was going to catch it. My bad. So they donated to different black organizations and they got checked. They checked them. They're like, wait, who did you donate to? He's like, oh, okay. LGBTQ. He named 10 different organizations that they divided. $10 million for besides he only named 10 besides the other ones. So that made me proud. But besides today was the first day I spoke about it and it hurts, bro. I told him the whole story. This shit sucks. Now I, 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 for those that don't know, and I'm sorry. Really get into it? Yeah. Okay. So when I was about 17, 18, I was home. My pops was in Dykeman. They went to my cousin's house. So my pops called, no, my pops was home. He's like, yo, your aunt called me, your cousin's tweaking, and she needs our help. 
So yeah, my brother. I'm like, okay. Oh, Calvin's brother. Yeah. So we went, and when we get there, he's tweaking, tweaking. He smoked some blood that had some dust in it, and he's out of it. But he's out of it like he's paranoid. He's, he's out of danger to himself. So my pops tells me, step outside, call the cops, call the ambulance. So, okay, I call that one. Oh, I need an ambulance. My cousin, he smokes some weed, and it was there was something in it, and he's acting erratically. Mm-hmm. So two cop cars pulls up. I'm not, I'm like, oh, we call for the ambulance, not for the cops. They say, all right, when they say, yeah, but when it's a drug, when it's something involved with drugs or somebody under the influence, the cops have to show up. So I'm like, okay, two cop cars, whatever, four cops. I'm in the basement. I walk down to the basement and I look back, two more cop cars pull up. Walk into the house. I look back. There's like an entryway. The entryway is full of cops. There's like 20 cops. I'm like, yo, this is a lot of people here. I don't, he's, he's out of it. You think we can't have, we can like minimize the people that come in? Yeah. He's like, he's like, oh no, don't worry about it. We got it. Don't worry, come, show us. So I'm like, so my pop takes a step to the side, my aunt takes a step to the side, he's tweaking. We're in a room and he's in a corner of the room. Like, y'all, gonna, y'all call the cops on me? Y'all call the cops on me? I'm like, yo, like, it's, it's not the cops, it's the ambulance. They got to come here because you're not, you're not in the right state of mind. Yeah. So I see that they're all starting to put, they're talking amongst each other and they're all putting their gloves on. And he's like, yo, you, he's like, we need to take your cousin. I'm like, yeah, right. I'm like, all right, no problem. I understand. No problem. So my, he's yelling at this point. And my aunt starts crying like, no, it's not even like that. It's not like that. You're not in the right state of mind. So they're starting, to, they haven't approached my cousin, but they're starting to like get annoyed and, and like antsy. And at one yeah. point, I see one of them take out his baton, and the other one puts his his his, his gloves on. He's like, "Fuck it, take them off." I'm like, "No, no, bro, bro, wait, 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 officer, please, please, please." My aunt has high blood pressure, diabetes. She's a sick woman. Get my aunt and my father out of here. Whatever you do to my cousin, he's grown. He's not weak. He's not tiny. He's a strong man. He's big. Whatever you do to him, whatever. But get my yeah. aunt and my dad out of here. Shut the fuck up. Officer, please, please, officer, my aunt, shut the fuck up. Officer, my aunt, my pop, shut the fuck up. Did I not tell you to shut the fuck up? He grabs me. I'm not a tall dude. I'm 5'7", five, 5'6". Seven, five, 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 he grabs me by my neck and throws me into a closet and starts choking me, bro. And then my pops is yelling, stop, stop, stop. And then the other cops come in and they grab my pops and they grab me and they start beating the shit out of me and my pops, bro. Then my aunt is wilding, she's crying, and they clap my aunt, bro, and knock my aunt. She's on the ground. Kelvin's mom, bro. Yeah. And I'm on the ground. I just finished. I got surgery like two, like a month before. They just took my cast off that week. The cop is, I'm on the ground. The cops are hitting me. They're stomping on my arm, like, my arm, stop, my arm, I broke, my wrist is broken. Stop, stop. Bro, they cuffed me. They cuff my pops and they're beating on us while we're cuffed on the ground, bro. They pick up my aunt. One of them, one of them, I don't know even know who, I don't even, one of them pick up my aunt to start to put her in cuffs. And she's like, wait, wait, but you know, he said, wait, she's a Spanish lady. And a Sp- another female cop claps my aunt. 
my nigga. And they take us out, and as they're taking us out, rib shots, boom, rib shots, boom, clap me, boom, rib shots, rib shots. My pop, same thing, rib shots, rib shots. Take us out. The entire Dykeman is there. We lived on there. They slam me on the car, and my head hits the car. They slam my pops right next to me. I look to the side, it's me, my pops, and my aunt is in the other car in front of me. I look to the side, and you know who's standing in front of the building without anybody speaking to them? My cousin. They took me, my pops, and my aunt. I called the cops. Me and my pops left my house to help my cousin. I explained what was happening on the phone. He was not being violent. Nobody was being violent. They took us to jail. They took us to the 34th precinct. This is the 34th precinct, if y'all don't know. They're the ones assigned to back me. Yeah, yeah. And when you go into the 34th precinct from the back, there's a little, like a lunch area, it looks like. It has vending machines. Nigga grabbed me. I'm walking in. And we're not even fighting. I'm not talking shit. I'm walking in, and he knocks me, bro. And I'm talking about this nigga damn near knocked me out. They had to drag me to the jail cell. I was in a jail cell with my pops for two hours before they took me into an interrogation room trying to get me to write down what happened. I wrote down what happened. And I, 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 wrote, I know the I story. What happened. I mean, you told me this, but like, just yeah. hearing it now, bro, it, it just, it's, it's not easy, you know? It gets worse. It gets, it gets worse. It's not even easy, you know what I'm saying? Like, even like just it hearing it now, and I know the story. Just hearing it is not even good. Yeah. So they take me to the room, and I'm still handcuffed. I've been handcuffed for three hours. And the nigga puts a pillow next to my face and punches me in the face again. Right after I write my fucking what happened. And I wrote exactly what happened, word to word, word by word. Takes me back to the cell and my father's in the side of the cell, leaning on the wall, barely breathing. My father died in that fucking cell. I had to see them give my father CPR to come back to life. And the person that saved my father's life, her name is Rebecca Hines. She's a retired narcotics detective, my boy's aunt, that when they found out, he called her and sent her, and she's the only reason why my father's alive right now. She made them, she called a captain and made them send him to the hospital. After that, he had five broken ribs. My problem was two weeks later, I, my face was all fucked up. I had one fractured rib. My wrist was broken again. And my aunt had a horrible experience. I fought this case for two years for attempted murder, attempt assault to a police officer, four counts, attempt to endanger. Resisting arrest. And resisting arrest. Resisting arrest, attempt to endanger a police officer with a weapon because there was a bat in the closet that they threw me in. So I'm fresh out of high school, trying to go to college. I'm not the greatest kid in the world. Never claimed to be. I, my life was over. My entire life was over. I went through the first, when we went through bookings and I came in and my entire family's there. And my entire family is crying. Yeah. And I had to have a conversation with them because we fought this for two years. And I had to tell them, I cannot have you guys come into court every time after the first two times. Because I don't know whether I was going to leave, whether I was going to come back. I'm expecting to go to jail. 25 years was the first thing they offered me. Second time I went to court, three weeks later, they offered me 15. The third time I went to court, they offered me 25 again. Like, bro, 
That's fucking ridiculous. I've never had to have such a bad conversation, bro. Imagine telling your mom and your little sister and your brothers that they can't come to court anymore. Imagine telling your cousin that he cannot come to court anymore because his mom is in court. Because you don't know what's going to happen to you or your family. And that's that's what I went through. Bro, I don't oh, wish that shit upon nobody. And I'm a Spanish. I'm Dominican, technically. Well, what everybody, I'm Dominican and black. But I, to Spanish people, I look Dominican. To black and white people, I look black because I barely spoke Spanish at that time. I was black. I played ball. Everything I did was like, in, like a nigga from Harlem, like what everybody thinks I am. Yeah. And I went through all this fucking shit, bro. And nothing happened to the cop. Nothing happened to anybody in the 34th precinct. The niggas were following me every fucking day that I left my house after that until the court thing stopped. And when the court thing stopped, they still followed me for another year and a half that I had to make countless reports and have my lawyer go through because they were harassing me and pulling me over every time I passed by there. I hate driving past the 34th precinct. That shit gives me memories and shit that I don't want to fucking think about. And with everything going on right now, that is the only thing I think about because it is unfair. What happened to me, to my family, what happens to everybody that's black, everybody of color in this fucking world is horrible, bro. It is fucking horrible. And it's unfair because all we want to do is spread love and happiness and live like everybody else. But we can't. We can't do that because of the way we fucking look. Bro, I'm straight. I have a, I have a fiance. I've been with females. I don't care what happens with anybody that's gay. I don't judge anybody because of that. Love is love. Thanks. When I bleed, I bleed the same color as any other white person or black person or brown person in this fucking world. I don't see color. That shit does not matter to me. This world is fucked up, bro. Facts. And the worst part about this is no matter what the fuck we do, that shit is not going to change. We have a fucking president that if y'all didn't, I hope y'all saw this documentary. When the president went to the fucking, to the church and had his photo off, the president held up a Bible straight up in the air. Like, look at this. That is the same thing that Adolf Hitler did in his, in his speeches yeah. In his meetings, every time he did the same thing, he held up his diary, his journal of everything that's going on the same way. Nah, and that's me. the guy that's running this fucking country, the clown. Bro, um, I mean, it's, it's, it's weird. And I, I mean, you want to be optimistic about it. You want, you want to pray for change. You want to hope that it happens. But I mean, like, even with the pro, obviously what's going on now, you guys, everybody knows, and like with the protesting and all that, I mean, what are we really, I mean, you know what we're protesting for, but what are we really protesting for? Are we Are we going to protest, are we protesting for this, and then we're going to fucking start rioting again when he gets three years, two years, five years? Because third degree murder is five years. It was dropped and down to second degree yesterday. Second, I'm not. I, I didn't Google what second was. That's, that's ten to fifteen. Okay. Well, uh, I mean, we we are looking to the zone. I know you have a lot of feelings about this, my brother. And I know you. Yo, I know you've been impressed by the cops a lot. Yo, and this uh, and it's, this is crazy for me because 
the majority of the time that I've been pressed by the cops, bro, is a block away from my crib, bro. So I grew up on 158 in Brook, right? Okay, I know right that. Right off in the hood, you could say. I mean, yeah, in the hood. Yeah. But I grew up in a gated community, right? But it's what we call the courtyards. But obviously, once I leave that little bubble, it's like you in reality. So I live between Cortland, My Haven, um, Jackson, um, uh, Batanges, uh, Maria Lopez, uh, McKinley, all of that. I was in the between. I was in the middle of all of that. And, bro, literally every time that I, like, majority, 90% of my contact with police came two, three blocks from my crib. And it's crazy because I have ID on me and it has my address and I'm literally telling you I'm going home and you still fuck with me. Like, I'm, like, literally three minutes away from being in my room. Yeah. You know, so for me, everything going on and why I've come at people hard the way I have, and like you said, all lives do matter, but Black lives do not matter. So that's why, so this is why I took a stance because when you use all lives matter as a rebuttal to black black lives matter, matter? you know what I'm saying? That's when I get upset because because I just tweeted, I could tweet something, I could put a status, whatever it is, talking about my stance on things, but then you're going to sit here and say, well, all lives matter. And that's insensitive. That's disrespectful to the movement and what I'm trying to promote. And it makes you look like an asshole. So I had a Zoom right before this. So okay. this is the prep school that I went to, Suffield Academy, right? So I went to a boarding school for high school. And pretty much we had a Zoom meeting about our, our headmaster. And look look what they call them, headmasters, right? Um, he, 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 he released a statement yesterday. And we felt like it was a blanket statement, like, I felt like it, it was a lot of good in it, but you know, with, with institutions that cost $63,000 a year, you know, you're, 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 you're based on funding and, 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 and uh, donations and all of that stuff. So obviously people don't understand there's always a money play. So yeah. since there's always a money play, people are always trying to protect the bag before they're going to say what actually needs to be said. Mm-hmm. Right? So piggybacking off that, the police, the police brutality fund, right? I'm gonna educate y'all on this, okay. right? So the police brutality fund is how the police pay families when they met, they, when they wrongfully kill somebody, or you know there needs to be a payout, like the Central Park Five, George Floyd, his family's probably gonna get the bag. All the families across the country, when these things hit the national stage, they end up giving families money, right? That money comes from taxpayers' dollars. So it's crazy Absolutely. that you killing us and then we have to we have to pay off families from our money. So my whole thing is how are we gonna really combat this issue is we need to start holding cops accountability. So this should come out of their budget. So when you're gonna pay a family, it should come out the NYPD or the LAPD or all of these budgets and not out of our pockets, right? Yeah. Yes. A lot of I cops, agree. they get fired and still get to keep their pension, right? You gotta lose that pension because then you're not going, you're gonna be very hesitant to lose your job if you're gonna lose your pension too. You know what I'm saying? When people start losing money, that's when they're going to be like, all right, bro, don't chill out, bro. Like, you know what I'm saying? I'm, I'm losing money, right? And my last point on this is you see how doctors have to 
doctors need insurance, right? Malpractice insurance. Yes. So if I'm gonna perver- if I'm gonna perform surgery on somebody, right, and something goes wrong, there's an insurance for that. Mm-hmm. Cops need to start paying insurance, right? If you have a gun and you could potentially take somebody's life, there needs to be insurance on that too. So that's what I'm saying. All this insurance the cops should be paying, that's going to go to paying families instead of taxpayers paying families. Uh, I, I, I totally agree with you. I totally yeah. agree with you. And that's, that's, I don't even know that. that I, I, yeah, I mean, I, I, I know, know about the malpractice, but I, I mean, cops, yeah. Nah, the malpractice. It should not be about tax dollars. I'm going to give you one better. I'm going to give you one better. Okay. So, with, so if this is coming from taxpayers' money, yeah, and mind you, Chicago last year gave mm-hmm. out $1 billion. They don't got a billion dollars. So they go to banks like Wells Fargo and uh, is another bank, and another Canadian bank. It's a couple banks that they go to, but I know one of the notable ones is Wells Fargo. So yeah. fuck Wells Fargo, right? And they take out bonds. So that's why they call it um, police brutality bonds, mm-hmm. right? So they don't care about the amount of interest that they have to pay on these bonds because it's not coming from their budget. So New York last year paid out $51 million in police brutality funds, right? And they had to pay $18 million in interest on that bond, bro. They don't care because it's not coming from their pocket. So they could go take out whatever and pay whatever because it's not coming from them. So they don't care. Yeah, it's coming from the city, which AKA it's coming us. from the city. AKA us. Uh, not for nothing, that needs to be up? blown up, bro. Oh, yeah, absolutely. That needs to be blown up because not a lot of people know that shit. Uh, Kelvin. At all. You got any? You got any? Uh, you, you have any stories about that, or or do you mind sharing anything if you have or no? Because it's getting mad late. It's gonna sound. All lives do matter, but for some reason. Oh, you're freezing up, bro. Your service is trash. Yeah, bro. You better get to have a rising service. Your service right. don't matter. All right, so we're going to move on. Your service gets better. I'm sorry, bro. But um, how do y'all feel about uh, all the protests? Just talk with just, just street protesting. How do y'all feel about protesting? Like the protesters going on? Like uh, well, you got to... There's two different things okay. that's going on. It's protesting... And it's looters. No, no, no. I want to talk about the straight protesting. Straight protesting. You got to talk about both. We are, but right now, it's just, right, right, now right, right, right now, right now, I just want to stick on protesting. I'm going to get to that. But, you hear me now? I love... Yeah, I hear you now. Yeah, Come on, what's up? Nah, what I was trying to say was the shit that gets me mad, like, all lives, in my eyes, all lives do matter, but when people say that, there's always an asterisk on it. It seems like people use all lives matter only. Oh, it really should be only white lives matter because that's how they take it. All lives do matter. Doesn't matter if you're black, white, brown. Doesn't matter. But it seems like they always want to take away Hispanics, black people, even Chinese people, whatever it might be. So I just find this stupid. Like I really wish like they would change like how the how that shit comes out because the way they're using it is just. Uh, I, like, yeah, they're they're, they're, mal, they're mal using they're, they're fucking up the word for it. You know what I'm saying? They're they're fucking yeah. up the meaning. Exactly. 
So all but, this and shit, I don't understand that. So all uh-huh. this shit is just there's like there's really protesting and all that. I'm I'm for it, but honestly, until cops take accountability, this is just gonna keep on happening. My kids' kids, Lorenzo's kids, Lorenzo's grandkids, everyone's gonna have to deal with it until cops take accountability. Big facts, and that's and that's that's fucking scary, man. Hi, uh, Brian, what's your take on this? Pro- just protesting. We gonna get to the looting and all that. Trust me, I got a lot to say about that. I have I have no problem with protesting yeah. with the right intentions. Okay. So not pro like if I was to go protesting and I don't go protesting just because I don't know, bro. I mean, we're still in the pandemic. Like, like, yeah, like besides the pandemic part, because I I do personally feel that I I, I want to protest. I want to be out there protesting, showing that I support everybody. And I'm only going to say everybody and I don't mean it as in everybody as in colors. No. Everybody, because there's there's only one there's only one color that matters, and that's the blood that you bleed, and that's to me. Okay. So, I personally feel that it's good if you have the right intentions. It's good if you understand what's going on in this world, and it's good if you also believe that Black lives matter. Because at the end of the day, you can protest for all lives. You can protest to to show that you support. But if deep down inside, you actually don't give a fuck about black lives, specifically now, because now they're on fire, as I said earlier, specifically now, then you're in it for the wrong intentions. And there's a lot of people like that. See, people don't believe me when I say shit like this. And this is where, you know, this is where I get killed at. But um, there's definitely people who are protesting just to record it on Instagram and be like they was there. You know what I'm saying? I not everybody I is. I wouldn't record. I not everybody record. is your. Not everybody is your ally. You feel me? Like not everybody. Not every black man is your ally. There's people who are doing dumb shit just to just to record. Same thing with the loot. I'm gonna talk about that in a minute. But um, in my opinion, I feel like there's people who are just down to be down. I support the people who are really down for the the protest. I support the people who really. Busting their ass out there, you know what I'm saying, to to make it better, and you know, for those people that that think they're doing so, which is great, you know what I'm saying. But I'm not down with the people who are just there because they are, they are. Trust me, they are. They just put it like this. It's freezing. There's people. There's, there's all his Wi-Fi. Yeah, take your Wi-Fi off, bro. Yeah, but there's people there that's just there just to record on Instagram. I two two people I know that I'm following. The first thing they do is play Pop Smoke. And talk about we in this shit. Gang, 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 gang. Bro, that's not what we about. We don't need that. And they want to blame the media for shit. No, we're not blaming the media for shit. We're blaming your dumbass. You know what I'm saying? You know what I want to say, too? What I was trying to say was... That in my eyes, the most dangerous... You took your your Wi-Fi off? I can't take the Wi-Fi off. I'm on a MacBook. Oh, okay, okay. Go ahead, go ahead. Keep oh, talking. that explains it. All right. What, what I was trying to say is the most dangerous vice there is in this world now lately is attention. And that's what everyone's looking for. they rather protest all that bullshit literally just for an Instagram moment. Like, literally just bro. to say I was there. Shit is sad, bro. Zoe, what's up, my bro. brother? I think for me, I'm with all of this. Um, with the protesting, uh, 
I live in the city now, so I see this firsthand every day. And, you know, I'm over here in Alphabet City and people out here protesting. Can I ask, can I ask you a quick question before you keep going? How long have how long you been living there? Yeah, I've been here a month now. So any, literally, any difference? it's a big difference, bro. Like, people look at you weird now? Um, yeah, bro, because I never had a dog in my life. My girl got a dog. So, like, oh, nice. even walking a dog is an experience because you see people cross the street. Like, I'm literally, I could be listening to a podcast about the stock market and all that in my own world. Yeah. And because I'm walking down the street with my dog, like, people see me and just cross the street. You know, so... What kind of dog you got? Hello, Bella. Where's she at? She, she, I don't know what kind of dog. I never, I never had a dog, bro. Like, she's a cute little dog, bro. She's a cute little dog. Bro. She, she's a cute I thought he was going to say he had a pit. Nah, if you nah. had a pit bull right while there's a reason why niggas looking at you. She's small. That's the equivalent of racism right there. Yeah, that's a fact. Come here. Because I deal with that shit all the time. Bro, every time I walk my dog, Oh, all right, all right. Bella's bad, cute. And they and that's what and that's what they mad at? Yo, bro, they mad at me, bro. I'm a threat. You don't yeah, understand. Know. Not don't know it's just that it's ten o'clock at night and I'm a threat. They don't know me. I'm not even looking at you. I don't want nothing from you. I ain't seen none of you. I'm literally trying to educate myself as I walk my dog. And that's it. And it's crazy that my girl gotta tell me to take my hood off before I go downstairs. And that's, that's new for me because in the Bronx, crazy. I can walk around freely because there's more people who think and look and move like me. Yeah. As opposed to being down here downtown where now Alphabet City is predominantly white. Bro, which is when, as, as we say it, but identified the Alphabet City. So yeah. um, that, that that's a big difference, bro. Like as far as prices. And, I mean, if you go to Avenue D, you get everything you need over there because yeah, the no, I know, I know, I know, I know. You know what I'm saying? So... <laughs> You yeah, can go to Avenue that's, D and that's, pay the that's same. That's the hood right there. But, bro, you telling me that you just move, you know, you know what you saw is a good, you know, obviously that's that's a good place to be at. The fact that you have to put your hoodie down. Facts. Because of the, because you, because people are scared of you without judging you, without, well, they're judging you without even knowing who you are, bro. Even know my name. That's crazy. Crazy, but back um back to the protesting. The protesting is cool, man. I feel like a lot of people are becoming more conscious. Yeah. And I've I've tried to educate people myself, but I've also noticed that it's not my job or my duty to be educating people. Like people have to want to be educated also. So I just been I stopped talking about it. People I, I talk to people I'm close to personally, because that's my people. Yeah. But everybody else who just coming out of the works, I just Take that. I send you articles. I send you videos. I send you episode of Conversation with Zoe because I've been literally talking about this forever. If you look at my second yes. episode ever, my second episode ever was about Khalif Browder. You know what I'm saying? And Khalif was boogie down. How, so, many, how many episodes? 40, 45. 45. 45. 45. 45. And I think I at least 20 episodes during this pandemic. So I did a seven for seven a couple weeks ago where I released seven episodes in seven days. And that was honestly draining because I talk about all the uncomfortable stuff. Like, yeah. I'm just trying to get our people to heal. Like, and one thing I tell you about this protest that has taught me is that when you put it in, you know, terms that are more relatable to the white race, when you say that 
my experience with the police has been traumatic. When you put psychiatric terms in there, they start to get it. They'll be like, oh, trauma is serious. Yeah. So, oh, Lorenzo has experienced trauma because of the police. And it's just like, motherfucker, this is what I've been telling you forever. This is why I took a kneel. This is why you have all these Black Lives Matter because of all of this because it's traumatic. Why should I have yeah. to feel that I leave my house and I may not come back? Why should I have to be nervous as fuck when I get pulled over by the cops? Routine traffic stop means routinely ending someone's life or taking someone's freedom. And my thing is this, like, I mean, don't get me wrong. Is uh, I don't, don't, don't want to say this. Yeah, I mean, it's crazy. Don't get me wrong. There's bad, there's bad people. But not everybody is like that, you know what I'm saying? Like, oh yeah, we, we get we get to bad African Americans, we get to bad Dominicans, your bad Puerto Ricans, your bad whites, your bad Asians, whatever, your bad you know purple people. You know, it, it it is what it is, you know what I'm saying? But not everyone is like that, and to casually assume and like that's a good thing. It's just it's just mind it's just mind bottling. Yo, yo, Kelvin, pick that shit up, nigga. Fuck. And just hold on, I'm, I'm, I'm the mutus. <laughs> or but like they say, is is yeah. not all not all bad. Not all cops are bad. No, no, no. I have a couple friends on the force. Good people, you know what I'm saying. That's another thing that bothers me too. Now everything is fuck twelve, fuck this, fuck that. It's not all of them, bro. It's not all of them. It's just like you saying fuck twelve. It's just like saying it's just like a white man saying fuck black people. Is not because the thing is, people, I, I get the anger. No, no, I get the anger, and this is an argument, I, a discussion I had with one of my good friends. And you know, yeah, well, he's not a good friend; he's a friend. But it's like, bro, it's not. Oh, I get it. You're angry. I cannot tell you how to be angry, but it's not all, brother. It's not all. See, the it's thing that all. I take, and I said it, I said it in my meeting in my job. Mind you, this is, for those that don't know, this is the second time I publicly, because I'm going to say publicly, yeah. I publicly speak about my experience with the police. I've had worse experience. I've been pistol whipped by a cop before. I've been beat, beat up before for no reason. And I feel that the way that people are looking at it is blacks, Spanish, anybody of color versus cops. Then it's oh black versus white, Spanish versus black, and at the end of the day, I personally don't. I don't think it's that. It's racist against non-racist. Because at the end of the day, a person can be racist. A white person can be married to a black. A white man can be married to a black woman, and people are judging them because they're married to a black woman. If that white man that's married to a black woman is also a cop, he is on all the worst radars. He is the worst type of person in a white community that pe- they would think. Yeah. And they're being racist towards their own. So it's not black versus white, us versus cops. It's the non-racist versus the racist people. Absolutely. And, and honestly, with everything going on, everybody's clouded right now. It's all honestly, clouded. With what's going on right now, we have... The most white people on our side that we ever did. Facts. In my opinion, I feel like we do have Facts. them. You know what I'm saying? Like, bro, I'm seeing coworkers who 
don't know about the culture. Yeah, there's a down lot for the culture. You know what I'm saying? Like, the, there's a lot of white people for the culture, but it's still not Trump. All the white people that are against it. Oh no, no, no! I'm, I'm in. But this little, the little that we have now is most, the most that I it's ever seen. More than ever, definitely more than ever. Most than I ever seen in my life. Yep. But That's a fact. It's just, just not. Like, I'm down with the protest. I'm, I'm down with like. I'm down with the protest until it gets violent. I'm not down with the violent protest. I feel that doesn't make sense. You know what I'm saying? I feel like you don't get anywhere with that. You're contradicting. Which brings me to looting. Looting, me personally, I'm, everybody's going to have to change. I'm going to get rid of looting. Me looting, I'm against looting, bro. I had, I was on a, I was, I was on Facebook, and I'm, I'm going to find the page as I talk. I was on Facebook a couple of days ago, and I had wrote something. I wrote, I had wrote something that said, um, I said, yo, because I, I feel like, first of all, stealing shit is not going to help. You know what I'm saying? That's not that's not how we operate. You know what I'm saying? It's not good. I wrote, you're telling me stealing a 46-inch flat screen, 4K TV from Target, and robbing Louis Vuitton store is going to make the government think that black life. And I agree. I Honestly, I stand by my post. I stand by that. I, I think it's bullshit. You know what I'm saying? This shit is trash. Now, all of a sudden, people are coming for me like, yo, it's a, I, obviously, I know there's a difference. And I know, I know that, but I know the difference to that. And I was like 401 years trying to be peaceful way, uh, try to be peaceful and it didn't happen. Bro, that's not how it works. You know what I'm saying? I get it. You're angry because looters are not angry. I mean, they're angry, but they're not angry, in my opinion, they're not angry. To, they're not angry. If you want to be angry, go, go protest. There's ways to do it. You want to loot because you have your own personal agenda. I'm not with that, bro. There's nothing. There's nothing as you stealing a TV from Target is not gonna. It's not gonna. It's not gonna. Uh, it's not gonna make the government think Black Lives Matter. Um, now we have situations in New York. We all from New York, so now we got people stealing shit in the Bronx. You think niggas care about that? Nah, people are opportunists, and it's fucked up. You know what I'm saying? The only shit I found bad about the fucking looting is I just want to know what is the point of looting your local bodega. Like, oh, what, I mean, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. What, what is that going to do? And then the people that say shit like, oh, they got insurance. Oh, like, no. Target has insurance. Bro, we have black, black owned insurance. We've been talking about black insurance. Well, they have insurance if a uh, fucking one of their freezers messes up. Yeah, they got insurance for that. Their fryer fucks up. Yeah, they got insurance for that. They don't have insurance for people breaking into their store. You're stealing candy and chips and soda and shit. Like what? Like what does that? Like I don't know how that helps. Like, right? It, I don't. I don't yeah, get that it. Shit doesn't make sense. I don't get it at all. Like you know what I'm saying? Like bro. Like now we got things that's going. Zoe, what you got against? You got anything with looting? Uh, looting to me has become. If you loot the right things and burn the right things, I'm all for it. Okay. Like, what, what are you for and what are you against? So, to me, what happened in Florida was disgusting. Yeah, that was horrible. Um, what the, I feel like that, that didn't improve any message but your own personal agenda. Yeah, facts. Your to, do with, agenda. To, to do with you just because you just want to come up. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, that, didn't help black, that didn't help black lives. Or, that only helped yourself. That, that was trash. Help. But as far as... So, not talking about a targeted area of looting or a specific company... But for me, looting is a form of expression where we are expressing our anger. Okay. Even though our anger is 
displaced is coming from a good place. Like, so obviously there's always going to be the bad apple in the, in the bunch. Okay. But can I, can I debate with you real quick? Oh, what's up? Can I debate with you real quick? Just for, for debate. If you want to loot and, you, and you're angry, why not loot the precinct? Like they burned yeah, down I'm the burning, precinct. They burned, or why not loot, loot City Hall? Go to City Hall. Yeah. Why you want to steal shit? You know what I'm saying? That's my thing. That's my thing. That's my thing. That's my thing. And and actually, I can't debate with you because I agree with you. But my okay. thing is 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 misinformation and lack of education mm-hmm. and not knowing. Yes. Almost not. Almost like when we don't vote because we feel like our vote doesn't matter. Every vote mm-hmm. does matter. So you're almost giving up your amendment right to vote by seeking yeah. matter. So if we're going to target our energy and use our energy and unify, we need to unify and hit the right places. So we need to vote for the right people and we need to also burn down the right places. That's a fact. Because I'm like, yo, if you're, if you're going to burn down a target, because you see how fast they burn down that precinct and all of a sudden, motherfucker got charged. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I'm not going to say the cop's name because I feel like he doesn't deserve the praise, but the cop who did the disgusting, oh, dirty deed to my man, not my man, but to our brother, because we all black, to the floor, you know what I'm saying? That's just horrible, you know what I'm saying? So it's like, bro, look at that. Everybody swears, everybody swears they about that life. Everybody swears they, they down and all that. Bro, George Zimmerman is still alive. I'm, I'm, let me be quite real. George Zimmerman, George Zimmerman is still alive. Yeah, I want to kill, we, yep. we want to kill each other over bumping each other in a club, over Jordans. But you let people like George Zimmerman, who's a piece of shit, still alive. I'm not saying kill Trump because you kill Trump, let's be real, it's, gonna, it's not going to be good for us. They're just going to idolize him like a hero. I can tell you right so, now, it's, I can totally it's see not going to happen. No, 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 no. no. But, it's, but it's I'm, I'm not going to. No, no. They're going to, trust, trust me, bro. He has enough supporters that they're going to try to idolize him and we'll never hear the story. Just let me, let me continue, though. People like George Zimmerman are still alive, bro. Like, you know what, are you serious? Like, I'm if me and you in the club, Brian, or me, shout out to Will, as a, who's, who's now on it. If me and Will have a disagreement, I'm, I'm going to get mad and I'm going to shoot Will because we have a disagreement. But I'm going to let George, and I'm going to swear that I'm about that life because I'm I'm King Ape. I'm high up. But I'm not going to go clap Zinnerman or I'm going to just let that rock. Or y'all swear y'all going to kill someone. Y'all, y'all swear you're going to do something. Bro, it's time we stand up and do the, like do something productive. Yeah. If I kill Zoe, Zoe kills me, Calvin, me and so we all kill each other. That's not helping us. And it's not just the media. So listen, the way, the reason why the hood will always exist. So okay, not, so I can shout out this platform because it's actually helped black people financially and the business world is called earn your leisure where they speak okay. about financial literacy and everything. I will look that up. Earn, earn your leisure, right? Earn your leisure. They talk about the Copy. money play and everything. Right. Probably. So that's where a lot of the facts that I speak about, they speak about and I look them up and that's how I come at y'all. They got a whole episode about prison with the rapper Mike okay. on and they talk about a whole bunch of stuff. But one thing they spoke about in the prison, remember we have private prisons, right? It's a two billion it's a two billion dollar plus industry, right? So the reason why they like and they love for Fridge and Zoe to try to kill each other is that one of us is gonna go to jail. Right? Maybe both of us go to jail, but you and I are worth $50,000 a pop in jail. Right? 
So you take yeah. 10 of us, that's half a million dollars. So at the end of the day, the hood will always exist. No matter how much gentrification happens, you can't eliminate the project. You can't eliminate the hood. Because where there's poverty, there's always violence. Right? Yeah. And that we funnel and we populate their jails. You know, my man's got locked up. My man's, my man, Connor Bray, he's a white dude I went to school with. He got locked up in Nebraska for drug, for weed trafficking. He only did six months. That's white privilege at his finest. And he told, he would tell me, he told me that the majority of the people in Nebraska in that jail were black. What the fuck black people doing in Omaha, Nebraska? Like, I'm saying we ended up going to jail. Like, what was going on? But that just shows you white privilege at his finest. But at the end of the day, we're always going to feed their agenda. And that's where we have to become more conscious of what we do to each other because we're only going to populate a privatized jail system. Oh, I feel you. I'm like, yo, I mean, just the whole, this is the whole new I'm, And I, I understand that. I'm, I'm a, I'm a, um, we 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 we'll talk about the off air because I definitely want the link also, to that. Yeah, so, yeah, 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 be yeah. careful, bro, because they're gonna hit you with some charges. So this is great because I just spoke to my man and his steps mm-hmm. got arrested on Monday. He just got out today. Okay, right today's Thursday. He just yes, and they're trying to hit him with a couple charges, like assault with a deadly weapon. Homie didn't even have a weapon. So they're gonna throw charges at you just for just for doing just for being out there and getting caught up. They're gonna hit yeah. charges. So if you're gonna move, move in silence, move, be a little stealthy because if you get caught, please believe hit you with some charges that are bullshit. Yeah, just don't. How um, about this? Just don't know. I wanna, I wanna, I wanna, I wanna, I wanna, sec- I wanna second something on that too. Go ahead, a lot of people, a lot of people are through it, but a lot of people. <laughs> When you get caught and they throw these charges on you, they're going to offer you, let's say, 10 years on some crazy shit. Then they're going to offer you five years. Then they're going to offer you 10 years. Then when you're about to go to trial, they're going to look, if you cop a plea, we'll give you one year, three months in jail, the rest probation, but you're going to get a felony record. Oh yeah, they want you to take that. On that's charges, what to them. and and that's on charges that of things that you possibly didn't even didn't have do. anything to do with it. People are scared to go to trial, especially with these shit lawyers. That's and not for nothing. That is the shit that people jump on. Because I'm not gonna yeah. lie, when I went through my shit, when the shit went from 25 to 15, the second time I went to court, I thought about that 15. Mind you, I'm, I'm 17, 18. I'm like, yo, I'm gonna come out in my thirties, and I don't have to deal with this anymore. Bruh. Then they offer you some other shit. The last thing they offered me was two years, and I looked at my pops, and my pops was like, "No." I'm like, yo, that's two years, bro. It's crazy, bro. I had a conversation. Trial, I'm facing twenty five. Yeah, that's two years. They want you. They want you. They 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 want you to not take it to trial, bro. So they're gonna scare you shit. with that number. Exactly. And, they, and like, listen, take take this because all of a sudden the, they think the trial's a bad thing. There's a but trial. though. But but yeah. if they caught you and them charges are valid. Oh, I mean if you, you if you're dumbass you actually did it, and then that take that, take is that. There. Get a good lawyer. Yeah. Another thing 
which is my point and always. I don't got a rich family. We're not privileged at all. As you heard, they beat the shit out of us multiple times. If you cannot pay for a lawyer, a decent lawyer, and I'm talking about, we paid almost $45,000 in lawyer fees. If you don't have money and your parents don't have money, don't lose. Because at the end of the day, that might look like you're about to catch a come up today, but tomorrow, the rest of your family feel that hit. And think about that shit. Because watching your mom cry in a courtroom because you decided you wanted to go and steal some Yeezys from Flight Club, and instead of taking some ultra, some boost, some 300s or, or 350s, my bad, instead of taking some 350s, you took some red Octobers that are $7,000. That's time time. Bro, I had... if you don't got no money to pay for that, yeah. for a lawyer to help you a little bit, you're going to get all that time time. Bro, I had a conversation with a dude on Facebook. He's, 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 he's a friend of mine, same friend, whatever. He had killed... He tried to kill me on that because I said what I said about the Lewin thing. And I didn't post anything about the George Floyd thing, which I didn't, which I didn't know I was supposed to post everything on Facebook or whatever, or whatever your social media is. It's like, well, you didn't post nothing about this, so how, how, why, why is your first post about the Lewin thing? I said, because the Lewin is wrong. He was like, oh, so you don't feel the George Floyd thing? I said, of course, but we live in a world, I don't have to post it on social media. Like, you don't see me every day. So why do I, I feel like, in my opinion, I feel like, why do I have to post it? So he kept going. And he was like, well, this isn't the first time this happened. You've always been against black people. I said, show me one post. So he looked through my, he, he had looked through my whole Facebook. The mother of the cocksucker. Black like, man? The cocksucker. Like, black man against black people? Let me finish. Yeah, so he went the and found, found the post about Coney in, in 2012. I don't know if y'all remember that. But about the, and I, and I was like, yo, I was like, bro, this is a post about Coney in 2012, and that and that was a scam. The nigga you were selling your ten dollars to was a white man, and what the white man did got got high with it and got arrested and went to jail. You know what I'm saying? Like that was never it was real, but the scam thing all of a sudden was it was fake. That shit was fake like Herbalife. I was like, yo, bro, that's just corny. I went to his job. I'm not, I'm going to his job because um I had to go there for something anyway. So I went to his job. And I was like, and I text him. I'm like, yo, you, you you working? He was like, yeah. Why? What's up? I said, I'm at your job. <laughs> Waited. Waited. And he's back. Oh, uh, what's up? I'm like, no, nah, I want to talk. Like, what's up? I want to talk. Like, we peaceful shit. I'm not here to fight you for what? We'll talk. So we spoke about it. Half an hour. I understood. I kind of understood where he was coming from. He didn't understand anything about me telling him that Lewin was wrong and all that. I said, bro, but what about them Lewin black business? He said, he don't care. He said, life over merchandise. I was like, wow, I hear you, bro, but you are not productive in this situation. I didn't- yeah, but that doesn't make, that comment he made doesn't make sense. Life over merchandise, but that merchandise is what's keeping people's lives. I said, bro. What's keeping people alive? I said, bro. Then, their, I, I, I said, bro. If you don't family. support, I said, bro. If you think, get, if you think black business, and the, the day after I wrote it, the four no situation happened. So I said, wait a minute. So you telling me you cool with all this? He was like, yo, people are angry. I said, bro. So you're not all right. I get it. The angry thing, understandable. Okay, cool. So you're gonna tell me you don't think there's just opportunists, people who are angry, people who are just trying to do it. He was like, oh, that's just the media. I'm like, bro. 
the media? Are you serious? Look at this video. A black man recorded this video. It's not on the news. We like to put ourselves, we like to commit ourselves on multiple things. We recorded yeah. it. We put it on Facebook Live. Not me and you, per se, but, you know. We are people. people you know what I'm saying? Like, it's like, yo, bro. And I was like, I can't do this no more. So, you know, yeah. you know what's my thing with this? That yeah. I want, because I, have, I haven't touched on the looting. We're about to move on to the my, document thing. My, yeah, my take on looting, I don't agree with it. I don't. Because uh, one thing, because of one thing, especially what you said is what hit it on the nail. I got one more thing after this. Go ahead, keep going. You said your boy said um, mer- life over merchandise. Life over right? merchandise. Yes, correct. And I'm going to hit this on the head and I know it. Okay. So you got a Dominican bodega owner. Uh-huh. You got a Mexican bodega slash um, food place. And then you have a Jamaican food restaurant. You think a white man opened up that Jamaican restaurant? You think a white man opened up that Mexican spot? You think a white man opened up that bodega on your block? For you guys to be stealing and breaking everything in there? Most people that come into this country, Dominicans that open up stores, Mexicans that open up stores, Jamaicans that open up stores, people that open up restaurants, most people come here to, for the dream, for the better life, to collect money, to send home to the people in their country that don't have money. Bro. To the people in Jamaica that don't have money to get by, to pay for their house, to pay for the people taking care of their grandma in their country back home. And now they have to figure out, because as Kelvin said, insurance doesn't cover looting. That's not a box that you check off when you buy insurance. Bro, it's not gonna. It's not. And insurance might not be enough. You still have to go the through the, is, the, the 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 traumatic state. Niggas fucked up your store. And first of all, let's be Insurance is not all good. I'm from Harlem, right, bro? I've been seeing this gentrification shit since 2005. When 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 I had to move to the Bronx. Since shit. then, many places, the lower lower area of the Bronx, right over the bridge on 138th. By where Zoe used to, by where Zoe used to be at, the piano district. The height, yeah, that's called the piano district. Are you fucking serious? I didn't even know. Well, listen to this. Oh, hold on, hold on, hold on. What about hold on. the heights? The height, no, no, no. no. I'm, I'm getting it to you. I'm getting it to you right yeah. now. The heights. Just is getting it. It's damn near. It's there, bro. There's bartenders. There's bartenders at my job who've only been in New York. A year, two years. Talk about, yeah, I live in Washington Heights. We live in Wahi. Like, you know, guys know what Wahi is? Wahi. 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 like that. Wahi. Bro, one of the bots from off, one of the bots in she's not there no more. There's a bots in lived in my old building. She's like, oh, yeah, I live in Manhattanville. I said, Manhattanville? Oh, where? Oh, I'm from 135th and Broadway. It's the biggest building in the third territory Broadway. I'm like, how, how, how long have you been here? Oh, I've been here about six months. Yeah, you live in Harlem. I said, bitch, I grew up there in Harlem. Like, Bro, I grew up there. there. What, what are you talking about? Look at my All this is going to happen. Well, I, I, I say this to say this. My bad, Brian. I'm so sorry. And then we're going to get to the Dominican thing, and then we got we to cut this part. Um, oh, no, Drew Brees. Yeah, uh, Dominican Drew Brees. There we go. So, my thing is. Yes. Thank you, Zoe. My, my thing is this. All you're going to do. When you when you destroying it, destroy your own hood. And when you destroy your own hood, you know what happens? The people that own that building, the Jews, the white people, are just gonna be like, you know what? All right, here's the money, here's the insurance money. We want the building. 
take over the building, and now it's gentrified. Now your kids. Now when Calvin has a kid, when Brian has a kid, Zoe, your son, when I have a kid, it's going to be like, damn, I can't live in the hood where I can't live in, in the area where I grew up. I'm forced to move because it's gentrified now. It's going to happen. You know what I'm saying? It's going to happen. It's going to happen, bro. It's, and that's, that's shitty. So now your, your, your kids got to go do what I went through when I was when I was younger or what Brian's going to do now in the Heights because he lives there and now it's all different. And, you know, like I couldn't hold on to my apartment. Brian's lucky he got his. He's going to hold on to his. But what happens when they be like, nah, you can't hold on to it no more? No, I'm not. Bro, my yeah. building, my building, I live in Washington Heights. I'm in the center of Washington Heights. I know, I know, I know your building. Yeah. Hold on, hold on, hold on. I'm, no, for, I'm on 170. Okay. So, my building used to be, I would say like 75%, 50% Spanish, black. The, the rest was white. Yeah. My building is owned by the hospital. The hospital has kicked out 95% of the Spanish black culture. And I'm saying Spanish and black because white and Asian is predominantly what my building is. Oh, I know. Has kicked I know. them out. And right now, it's possibly three families in my building, including myself, that yes, are no, of color. Hold on. Bro, when I went to your building to pick up the laptop so we could do this shit correctly, those those ten minutes I was waiting in the hallway because of your dumbass. Fucking uh, first Asian of all, I nurse, was working. I, I was, know, working. was working. You was working. I'm sorry. An Asian nurse and a white nurse dirty grilled this out of me, and I was regular clothes. Had my mask on. Didn't say a word. Quiet. Bro. Was it? Was it? Wasn't bothering nothing. And they looked at me, and I said, and I texted. I said, Yo, Brian, I think they, I think they calling the cops, bro. I need you to hurry up, bro. My building, as I told you. Predominantly white, Asian. I've lived in my building for 28 years. Yeah. I lived in Dykeman until I was two years old. Okay. I've been in here my entire fucking life. I've seen four to five different supers in my building. I've seen people, my next door neighbors, I've never seen an apartment empty and open up and empty and open up that fast and that often in my life. Till this day, three weeks ago, before all this happened, I'm walking into my building. It's late. It's like probably 9, 10 o'clock at night. Not late, but whatever. 9, 10 o'clock at night. I left my keys upstairs. I went downstairs to check on my car. I haven't moved the car in a while. So, no, no. That was, it was more than three weeks ago, actually. I didn't have my car for like a month. Let's say February, whatever. So, I'm here like, fuck, I left my keys. So, I knock. And usually at that time, my mom was still falling asleep early and my pops or whatever. Yeah, yeah. They're not answering. So I'm calling and they're not answering. I'm like, fuck. So I see somebody walking into the building. I know they live in the building because I've seen them before. So they're opening the door. They're like, excuse me, do you live here? I'm like, what? She's like, do you live here? Why are you trying to walk in behind me? You, could, you don't have keys? They didn't open the door? I'm like, I left my keys. First, I left my keys upstairs. And second, I've lived here for, over 30, for about 30 years. Oh, do you have ID? I'm like, dude, I don't have to show you ID. This is my building. I've been here years more than you. Yeah. Moved in probably two, three years ago. Oh, no. no, I don't know. If you don't live here, you can't walk in. And I get it. The paranoia, whatever. People, random people walking in the building. But no, I didn't take it that way. Because you don't look at a person in the face and then look at them up and down and then ask, do you live here? 
because that doesn't happen. I don't ask okay. people that shit when they walk into my building. Looking, if they looking crazy or people looking fishy, I will close the door. I've closed the door on white people, black people. Doesn't it doesn't matter? You know who lives here now, or you ask. But if me that I've lived here my entire Speaking life, asking, we're going right to the Dominican topic, yeah, guys. Lived here my entire life. You want to ask me if I fucking live here because I'm waiting to get into my building? Yeah, I've asked. I think one or two people, and that's only because the first person. The nigga looked homeless as fuck. And he was laying down in front of the building. And I attempted to help him first. I'm like, yo, are you okay? Are you all right? He was lit. I'm like, oh, do you know where you are? He's like, yeah, yeah, 171 is what he said. I'm like, <laughs> yeah. I'm like, nah, bro, you're on 170. Do you live here? And then he was like, oh, no, I live on 171. So I walked him to the corner. And the second person was just some random ass crazy nigga that was trying to, like, nudge on the door to get in the building. That's it. I didn't look at them as in a white person, a black person, Asian person trying to get into my fucking building. No. The first nigga was laying down on the floor, looked like he was hurt. Second nigga was literally trying to break the door down. Like, come on, bro. I'm not... You can't be out here judging people, bro, especially where you live. That shit don't make sense. And then this neighborhood is all, all white, bro. Speaking of that, speaking of that, speaking of that. The Dominican thing on Dykeman, uh, for those that don't know, um, the the, the day after the Fordham Road got terrorized, there was a rumor saying that Dykeman was going to be next because they have stores and stuff like that. That was going to be the next looting thing. Don't know if it was true or not, but that was the the social media rumor that people were reposting that. Couple people from Dykeman, people that lived there, was like, you know what? We could have stayed against us. We could have protected our own hood. We could have made sure none of that looting shit happens. Sounds good in theory. Sounds good in theory. You know what I'm saying? Sounds great. Defend your hood. I have nothing against that. There's a video that surfaced of uh, three black men standing, I think, about the, the, the Rite Aid, the pharmacy or something like that, somewhere in there. Yeah, Walgreens. You know, Walgreens. they don't have Rite Aids. There we go, Walgreens, Walgreens bought it out. And then it was like, yo, what y'all doing here? Y'all not from here. Y'all best to leave. Get the fuck out, niggas. Uh, uh, don't get me wrong. In my opinion, I feel like that's not how you go about it. You know what I'm saying? It was racial. In my, It was racial. To me, it was racial profiling. It's like, bro, you know better than the cops. It's a sad look for Dykeman. Whether it was men like that or not, Perception is reality, and the video, the ladies, there's a lady, there's a, a, a video of a lady saying, yo, they're not even doing nothing, leave them alone, and like 20 people still continue to go down there, to go get, to go get them. They, they didn't fight them, nothing happened, but I guess they chased them off or something like that. It comes to, it comes to my attention the next day that it was a miscon, it was a misunderstanding, right? So. Yeah, it was a misunderstanding. So what happened was, like you said, it, it goes from what you first said. They was just defending yeah. their hood. You know what I'm saying? You saw what it's happened cool. in Fordham. No problem with that. You saw what happened in Fordham. So for them, it's like, you're not going to come here and do the same thing. right? Because there's a full lock on Dykeman, if I'm not mistaken. There is. And there's a whole bunch of stuff yeah, there. Uh, so it's like, you're not going to come here and violate like you violated everybody else. Now, why... I'm not all of us all the way opposed to it. It's because mm-hmm. for me, I'm all about being uncomfortable and talk about uncomfortable shit. That's why everybody oh. should follow a co- conversation with you on YouTube. 
Because hey, plug it out, bro. There's a lot of people who are Afro Latino. Like for me, I look black. I'm black. Uh, I look, like you look at me straight. I'm a black man. But I tell you, bro, my name. When, is when I met you, I didn't know you were. I didn't know you were Honduran. You didn't notice until I started calling you Nevada. You know what yes. I'm saying? Because they call him Fridge at work. I'm like, Yo, Nevada, what up? And then he finally caught on like months later, like. Like, oh, like, right, you know, cool. I got a company named Nevada Productions. I was like, I didn't yeah, know yeah. that. I was just calling you Nevada because they call you Fridge. But, yeah. you know, it's uncomfortable and you have to learn to embrace your, your African heritage. You know, and I know Big Poppy looks just like me. You got the gaps and all that. But Big Poppy would tell you he's a Dominican man. You know, mm-hmm. he wouldn't claim to be black or Afro-Latino or none of that. So, no. With the whole thing in Dykeman is, to me personally, as I've grown in my own, you know, wellness, is the fact that you have to learn to be comfortable with yourself and love yourself. So a lot of us, Dominicans, Hondurians, all over Latin America, we were all raised in self-hate. Some of us were raised in self-hate, where we weren't, we weren't taught that black is beautiful. You know, my homie, has his wife and a, whole, a lot of her cousins, they all named Rosie, but she's La Negra Rosie. So how come she's not Rosie like everybody else? You have to call her Black Rosie. You know, yeah. like, why, why does that happen? Dominicans. Right? So let's call Spade Spade. Not all, but a lot of Dominicans are racist. Right? Yeah. Whether so, it came from the uh, the whole through heel thing or because of Haiti and all that, but I mean, I'm saying a lot of Dominicans, like, I can admit this, you're not, maybe you're not, I know you're not racist, but I know your parents are not racist, but grand, grand, grandparents, grand, grandparents, you know what I'm saying? Like, my great-grandmother called my second, because it's three of us, my second, my second oldest, because he's darker, than I am, and way darker than my my first oldest brother. He called his his nickname was Chocolate, and that wasn't Chocolate out of love. Out of love, no, it wasn't. You know, so like this. I got kicked out of my boys' crib in high school. All right, I'm bald now, but back then I had a little bit of hair. Okay, and there was like a little spot. There was like a little time that I had like a little mini afro. I went to my boys' crib after school. His grandma kicked me out because she thought I was black. Like she legit, she legit, older Dominican lady, she legit said, yo no quiero ese, ese moreno aquí. Aquí no vienen cocolo. Mind you, I'm speaking to her in perfect Spanish. I'm telling her, I'm even being nice. I'm sort of being like trying to kill it, kill it kind of like mi amor. He froze. He froze. He probably like mi amor. Mi amor. El diablo. And that's what happened. Yeah, <laughs> el diablo. <laughs> I, I might have, I might have called uh, Malita Vieja, whatever. But <laughs> even then, like, do you, you know black people that would call an old lady a Maldita Vieja? No, that's like in the accent, you could tell, like, oh, he's he's the minister. Yeah. Back then, it was baggy jeans and everything. Nah, yo no quiero ese negro aquí. Yo no, aquí no, aquí no vienen cocolo. Bro, one of my one of my good friends, um, Chanel, uh, light skinned black dude, right? Was black all the way. And um, we bo- I took a break from bouncing and at the time, and I had a day job. I was doing deliveries and all that. And uh, we worked together. We, we ended up working together and all that. And he, he came in about a month before me, and he, he's the reason why I ended up getting the job. So we worked together, and they were talking about him. 
in Spanish. And uh, all the, guess who? The Dominicans. And he don't know Spanish, and I do. So I'm like, yo, they're talking about you. I didn't say nothing. I said, they're talking about you. So he was like, yo, what they saying? So I told him what they were saying. They were saying some dumb shit. They were being real racial. So I was quiet. And then they were talking about me as well, because they didn't know I spoke Spanish. Obviously, you're here. I don't have an accent, which is which is retarded, because if I don't have an accent, what makes you, you know what I'm saying? What makes you I don't speak Spanish? You know what I'm saying? Lorenzo, when you talk, you don't have an accent. You know what I'm saying? But that don't mean you can't speak Spanish. Yeah, right? I don't have an accent. I don't have an accent. I don't mean I don't know Spanish. You know what I'm saying? Like, so we're quiet. I'm in the car. I'm in the car with homegirl, with the old Dominican lady, and she's talking wild shit about me, saying I'm slow, saying nothing. Mind you, we're doing the fastest deliveries ever, but I'm slow. She don't like me. She's talking about you know I'm fat. Uh, uh, quiet. I was like nothing, not a word. I'm texting everything to homeboy. Don't like, yo. This is what he's saying. You know what I'm saying? And then I guess she's on the phone with somebody. And she's like, yo, well, how how did he get this job? And she's like, I don't know, but the the the, the, the other black dude, the other Moreno, put him on. Uh, uh, that's his, that's like his best friend. It's quiet. About like a, like like about a month later, I'm working with uh, some other Dominican dude. Quiet. I don't say nothing. The only how he knew I was Spanish because I I fucked up and I and when they they, they gave me this work phone. So when the old lady called me, she didn't know no English. And I didn't pass it to him. I just took the phone and I'm like, oh, hey, como estas, señora? And the nigga looked at me like this. Like, yo, I mean, I know y'all can't see my video. I mean, those are me. And I'm like, yeah. And he was like, oh, you speak Spanish? I was like, yeah, I'm Dominican. And he was like, oh, okay. The next day, all them Dominican, he was like, oh, man, I don't use Dominican. Oh, what's up? Everything good? I started getting invited to their little happy hours and all that. And I was like, nah, keep that same energy. Yeah, the, the, the monkey did a magic trick. Huh? Mm-hmm. Yeah, the monkey did a magic trick. Yeah, yeah, I'm like, man, keep that same energy. Yeah, y'all didn't like me before. All, all that, I'm fat and all that other shit. All them shit you talking about my boy? Nah, 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 nah. Fuck that. Keep that same energy. Keep that same to me in Dice. In Brandeis? Yeah. If, 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 depending on how old y'all are, if y'all are from New York, Brandeis was... Right. It was a horrible school filled with black and Spanish people. It was barely any white people there. Yeah. So I was in Brandeis during the time of the blacks versus the Spanish. Yeah. But as I, like I said earlier, before, what year is that? What year is that? What year would you just seven, say, Agnes, Kelvin? Oh, seven or six? Uh, I was there from 2004 to 2008. So like 2005-2006. From yeah, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, yeah, that's the yeah. heart of it, right? So there. I was in the yeah, yeah, I was in the, in the hot hot time. That's yeah. the same time that it was the Heights versus Dykeman, which they lost, by the way. Just saying. But um, <laughs> so in Brandeis, it was black versus Spanish. So I played ball. I was in, I was in the basketball team. I'm a freshman varsity team, and the rest of the players were black. Everybody thought I was black, so. Went to a couple practices, went first game, boom. I barely spoke Spanish like that, but I knew I knew how to defend myself, how they say. So we in gym, and there's a group of Spanish girls. And then, mira el cocolito que está en el basketball team. Es lindo, pero se la priven como mierda. For those that don't know Spanish, they say, hey, look at the little black, look at the short black kid. He's cute, but he act like he the shit. So I looked at them, and they go, ah, entero yo, él no entiende nada. I'm like, no, yo entiendo muy bien. Just like that. And they're like, oh, you know Spanish? I'm like, yeah, yeah my parents are bro. Dominican. 
Fuck y'all. Just like that, bro. That whole, like, the whole Dykeman, we're going back to the Dykeman thing now because that's what it is. But it's like the whole Dykeman thing is like, bro, we... Honestly, the only reason why it went that far is because of what Dominicans have instilled in their culture from what it was before. And and that's, it's like, yo, that's fucked up. Now, they end up squashing it. It's all good. It took a big brother, blood nigga with it, with it from somewhere else to calm this shit down. Yeah. And niggas is all shaking in their boots. It's the truth. There's a video. Look at it. But, you know what I'm saying? It's uh, it's all good now. And I was just like, damn, I feel like, you know, that that... And I had this conversation with somebody because they was like, oh, the Bronx is hating because the Bronx couldn't do that. I said, first of all, they even had a whole 24-hour 24-hour chance to, to set a 24-hour head start. It's not, it's not like nobody knew. Nobody knew they was going to fucking loot on for them. By the way, I don't even like the Bronx, but that's just a dick-sucking nigga. So it's like, fuck it. It is what it is. Yeah. So I'm like, all right, cool. Like, I'm happy. I'm happy that they squashed it just because of one oh, I'm happy too. I'm happy too. But I feel like... But I, that could have been legendary. That story could have been legendary, but because of this, that fucked it up. Now, yes, showed their flaws. They're, of course, they're mentally, like their flaws of like their way of thinking of shit, like all of that. Was doing was right. Every, everything they were doing, right, they were just protecting the hood. They went yeah. about it the wrong way. The wrong way, absolutely, absolutely, absolutely wrong way. Yeah. All that shit could have been avoided, nothing. and not for nothing. Because I, I do want to say it. Because they was going to cancel it. It was going to cancel it. With the Dykeman thing, Dykeman, so because I, I was there before, because I had to take my mom to the pharmacy. Per, look, that's how ironic this shit is. I took my mom to the pharmacy that day. And if you I look on my page, C63 Brian, I posted a picture in the pharmacy. And you see my car in the pharmacy, the same parking lot. I was there hours before. <laughs> when I was there, there were 20 people there. Just about 20 people there. Just standing on the side. By the time that everything, like, people started getting together, there was over 50 people. Them dudes got chased by, fifth, like, 20, 15 to 20 heads. Most of the other people like, nah, 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 nah. But they're not even doing nothing. So, really with that, those 15 people fucked up an entire movement that could have been legendary, which is very true. My other thing is, with the squashing the beat, I'm very happy about that. Because... I know the people that I grew up with, and I know the people of my culture. We all know about DDP niggas, Trinitario niggas, and all Spanish yeah, niggas yeah, yeah. from the Heights and Dykeman. They don't play by the same rules, which means it's not what, let's say, 170 versus 181st. Everybody in between gets a pass. That has nothing to do with them. No. With, with this, it would have been any black nigga in Dykeman would have got it. Smoke. Like back in the day, which would have been fucking horrible, bro, because it would have been a regular person, which usually always happens. The person that had nothing to do with an altercation is the one that gets the worst. And it's a bias. So I'm happy. Yeah, yeah. it's a bias. And I'm happy that they squashed it. But. Oh, so am I. So am I. It did take some big black nigga to come in there. Big blood nigga to come in there like, yo. And just say, yo, we can come on the deep end. Yeah. And then after that, you get. What is that? The shit is that it would have been fucked up because they would have been a hundred deep. A couple of them would have burners. Bro. A couple of Spanish niggas would have burners, but most of the niggas would have had knives. Even one so dude, that shit would have been bad, bro. Even one dude I seen, and I, I took this post from my man Felipe from the Us versus Dumb Pod that I'm I'm out to play right now and put this shit up. This nigga talk, it's some random dude on, on fucking Dykeman. And I'm like, yo, bro, what are you talking about? I'm I'm gonna see, I'm, I'm talking about the sound on. Hold on. All I gotta say is this. Every time 
Alright, every time you're in the club and you want to fight, you're looking for trouble. What is that? I thought you, but you want Dykeman. Like, what is that? What are you talking about? Hold on. Messing up business. This is the time for you to show up. We all in Dykeman. We're free. Dykeman. They come to Dykeman, you know, we're going to take Dykeman. So, for those that like to fuck up businesses, and for those who are defying the club, to me, that sounds like you're inviting a black person. Not saying that black people do that, but it's like, fam. So first of all, you're on the internet posting re-indictment, come. But we just had the peaceful protest. I mean, they just had the whole, they squashed it out already. And you're still talking, not, this is a nobody. This is a nobody, by the way. The indictment. Now, the video, I I can send this to you if y'all want, but the video is him standing there talking about, like, yeah, come to indictment, we ready. No, that's that's inciting right there. That's inciting a riot, bro. So you telling at the me end of the day, why would you, if niggas pull up, corny motherfucker, what corny motherfucker goes on the Instagram and telling niggas, yeah, we, we indict me. Everybody who 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 likes to bother the club, you know what I'm saying? All the motherfuckers we hit, bro. That is corny, and you a cornball, bro. You old as hell talking about promoting shit. On your Instagram like that, when it should be just shut the fuck up, don't post nothing. But then again, that's the that nigga's a racist, bro. I guarantee you that nigga don't like black people. Guys, guys, oh my bad, brother. Yo, when I was outside, outside, right before you know I settled down, I gave up my player card. I was I was in Dykeman on a as first, you said, as you said, right? as you said, as I you was said. I was in Dykeman on a first name basis. Like I could go to Made in Mexico. Playroom, Mama Juana, anywhere, almost anywhere that were popping spots, and not have to wait no lines, get straight in, because I was the man out there, right? But I could speak as a black man that either bartenders or jugueros or or bottle girls, when they think that you black, bro, they nasty to you, bro. Like they, 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 like you should never treat nobody that way. You know what I'm saying? Because I'm here to spend my money. You know what I'm saying? You you going to run this card or take this cash however you want. You know what I'm saying? So at the end it's of the day, it's, a, it's customer service. You know? Yes. And you shouldn't look at me crazy or think of me crazy or talk to me crazy just because I'm black. And a lot of black dudes love Spanish girls or whatever <laughs> their agenda is. They just want a good time. Dykeman has his nightlight where it's lit. You know what I'm saying? So... For them, yeah. they going up there to fuck up the club. You know what I'm saying? They going up there flashy, nice cars. They going to spend a lot of money up there. But the way they're approached, because they, you know, maybe the bodyguard don't even speak English. So for her, she's already talking crazy. You know, and for her, she's trying to defend her English. But she also has an animosity, attention, and that may come off as angry to that customer. That's a customer yeah. at the end of the day. So for me... A lot was exposed in the Afro-Latino community. And my man just hit me up about this earlier today, where he's like, bro, like, times are sensitive right now. You shouldn't be talking about this. But I'm like, yo, bro, honestly, bro, if we're going to get rid of all of this shit, we might as well put it all on front street. Like, let's not, like, the Latin, because think about it. Me, I got to deal with it triple. I got to deal with it whether I'm not black enough from the white people and the Latino community. So it's like, oh, 
I'm, I'm the same way. Yeah, so it's like, when am I not getting hit with some sort of racism or being undermined of, 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 of my race and my ethnicity? So at the end of the day... With the, oh, you're not Dominican. You're black because you don't speak Spanish. You don't do this. Your Spanish is not up to par. No funny shit. When I was in... When I you're not black. you Spanish because you light-skinned. You're not I one of us. I get that shit all the time. When I didn't value myself... When I didn't value myself and I wasn't conscious of what I was, bro, I should have just put a, a hat on the ground and just made money off my bachata skills or, or my merengue skills or salsa or talking Spanish because that's what it was. It was like, yeah. all right, if you're not black, then prove it. You know what I'm saying? So I'm going to sing the latest Aventura song or I'm going to show you my dance skills or I'm going to do this. And it was always proving yourself to someone that did not yeah. accept you. Yeah. And, 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 and it's not just the Dominican community, it's Latin America as a whole. Yeah, if you look at novelas, if you look at yeah. novelas, there's always this beautiful, and mind you, most of those beautiful white women are Mexican. You, you, never, they, you would never think that they were Mexican though. You know what I'm saying? Because Mexican mm-hmm. to you looks different. It's short, yeah, a little tan. Yeah. It's probably setting something on the corner. But mm-hmm. most of those women are Mexican. I'm Mexican, absolutely. That's a that's a that's a conversation me and you gotta have for another day. Definitely do. I do want to end it on this. So I appreciate appreciate having you. I definitely want you on what you want more. The door is always open. Thank I'm you. I'm gonna end it like this. Because we are at uh, about an hour and 30 minutes. All right, so we, we lit it. This is a great part. I told you. Um, it and, needed I'm, to... and I'm glad to have y'all on it. You know what I'm saying? This Drew Brees situation, for those that don't know, Drew Brees is a quarterback, starting quarterback of the New Orleans Saints. He's a Super Bowl winner. And, uh, you know, they're saying he's one of the greatest of all times. Next to Manning and Tom Brees. However, Can everybody get Drew Brees a, uh, a middle finger? Oh yeah, fuck Drew Brees. Fuck Drew Brees. My guy. So he had obviously in a in a lock and I praise uh, I don't know if y'all you probably not gonna know him, but I praise Pat McAfee, who's a former partner for the for the yeah. uh, coach, he's a white guy, obviously. He says, Yo, you're in a locker room and what Zozo said earlier, and it felt seventy four percent black. So he's been around Let's say 500 players, at least 500 players that that are African American or mm-hmm. African descent. At least, at least. And he, he knows what's going on. He knows what's up. You know the vibes. You know why you're protesting. I'm sure, and, he, and I'm sure he sees some racist shit too. He has a house in New Orleans. He plays for New Orleans, and he went on uh, Yahoo Finance and said. Uh, uh, the, the question was about the flag. The, the, the dude baited him, you know what I'm saying? He asked about the flag, whatever. And uh, the flag and kneeling, and he said, you know, I don't support kneeling. For the, I don't support kneeling during that. So I him because it's a uh, disrespect to the flag in America, period. And everybody went at him. Rightfully so, in my opinion. Because the reason why we took, reason why uh, Colin Kaepernick took a kneel, which I don't, I'm, I don't support Kaepernick anymore because Bro, he had his chance to do it, and he didn't even show up to his own thing. But that's neither here nor there. That's just my opinion. Um, he he went out and said that, and really, your fam, the reason why we took the knee was to for social injustice, same situation as a protest, same situation now. Has nothing to do with the military. Has nothing to do with America. We love America, blah blah blah. But America don't love us. 
and people have kind of said a few things. Me personally, Drew Brees, you a stooge, bro. I, I can't really, you know what I'm saying? Like, I thought you was cool, but it's like, bro, you know this. And I'm, I cannot give Drew Brees the pass. It's because, bro, you have so many black friends. Can I? Hold on, one second. Can I? No, no, no. Matter of fact, it's just a, oh. Drew Brees. C sixty three Brian, you'll probably never hear this. Oh, but as a New York dude, normally I would say New York nigga, but as a New York dude, suck my dick. All right then, there you go. Got to hit him with the suck my dick chant. Uh, Calvin, what's up? I just it was just insensitive, and he just yo. Even though he got baited, I'm not gonna lie, he definitely got baited. Yeah, but, but he you it's easy question. <sighs> He got baited. Right. That was just he just he's not educated. And I don't know how he's not educated with he's surrounded by African Americans on the daily for the past 16 years, bro. bro. His all right, he leads the league ever in touchdowns. Who did he throw it to? Michael Black Thomas. Black man. Michael Thomas. He Michael Thomas was literally this close from being the MVP of the league last year. I commend Michael Thomas because he told him, he said, we don't give a fuck what you think, nigga. Fuck you. You know what I'm saying? He was this close to being the MVP last year. Who was his quarterback, Drew Brees? You telling me that he didn't... You have a house in New Orleans. Wasn't Michael Jenkins on on New Orleans? Yeah. Uh, I don't remember. Maybe, maybe not. I have to check. He was on New Orleans for a little bit. I have to yeah. check that, but he definitely played with multiple black players. And I'm like, yo, bro, what are you doing? Like, yeah, but so, remember, remember, huh? we're only counting the people that he played with. Yeah, 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 yeah. You forget that in sports and as a sports player, you become friends with other people that you play that's against. Sports. Oh yeah, he called LeBron. He called. So all you're that. not gonna tell yeah. me that he's on. No, it's the entire NFL black community. He's had interactions with. Of course, he's cool with other teammates. He's cool with Patriot yeah, players like, and, like, and Jazz players like, that are black as well. He got, he got baited, but it's insensitive. No, bro. I don't say... I mean, he got baited a little bit because the dude knew what he wanted to say, but it's fair. You didn't get tricked to, You didn't get tricked for that answer. That was your answer. Like, you felt about been this getting, while, He's been like, getting asked that question since Kaepernick took that knee the first time, bro. You think all, every quarterback has been asked that question? There's no way because I'll because I'll give you a pass if you're a brand new quarterback in the league and you're from a hole in the wall. No, I'll give you somewhat. No, hold on, not a pass, but you get you get a little bit for an insensitive comment that you didn't really think about. You talk about a player that has been in this bitch through the entire time since Kaepernick took that first knee and has had this interaction with all these people, been through all these fucking interviews, you telling me you wasn't, don't hit me with the, like, tomorrow, I don't want to see that he wasn't ready for that question. Oh, of course. That it was taken out of context. Because that Absolutely. question has been asked to every single quarterback, every single star player in the league. Bro, I'd rather you hide, I'd rather you, yeah. well, now we know what kind of, we know, we know what it is. So, my brother, I know you've been waiting. Let's go, brother. First of all, Breeze is a dickhead, bro. <laughs> yep. And, and, and he, he wasn't baited. Yeah. You know why I okay. tell you he wasn't baited? For the okay. simple fact that you are in the limelight, right? And you have PR teams and people who prep you for these kind of questions, right? So, he wasn't this baited. Is true. This is true. He wasn't baited because... At the end of the day, how 
his team tried to justify it was that he did he donated five million dollars to like the food pantry the COVID 19 food pantry fund but at the end of the day what people don't know about these uh these donations uh drew Brees probably has a foundation so it was five million dollars donated through a foundation not from drew Brees, but not from Drew Brees directly, but of Drew Brees Foundation. So there's a 501c3 and there's tons of taxes that are law that are taken away. Like so he probably get two point five or three million dollars back from the money he yeah. gave. So he gave five mil, which is great. I but this is the thing that majority of the white people see is that they feel like giving money is just enough. You know, so mm-hmm. giving money does not take away from how you truly feel. So how he felt was what he said and what he said was what he meant. So I will not stand by anyone who, do, who disrespects the flag is exactly what he meant to say. He's an asshole. He's a dickhead. I, I agree. I don't think he didn't mean to say that. So that's I'm what I'm really saying. He was not. So that's why I said he wasn't baited because he said exactly what he wanted to say and what okay. he meant okay. to say. Mm-hmm. Because yeah, yeah, you're right. Because I said that back. Trust me, I have a, I go, yeah, I hear you. And there's a lot of people, there's a lot of people that I went to school with. Like I said, I went to a boarding school. Fun fact with, and I showed you this number too. Bill Belichick's son lived next door to me in boarding school. So you're a Patriots guy. And I went to school with Bill Belichick's son and Bill Belichick spoke at my graduation. So this is how elite this school is. And it costs $42,000 when I went there. And it costs $63,000 today. So this is just showing you the amount of education, the amount of money, the amount of pull that these people have. So they think sending a black kid to an elite boarding school or donating money, all these things, takes away from how they truly feel. And how they truly feel reflects in what they say, not what they do. What they do is cute on paper. And it looks good on paper and it looks good for, for PR and images and Instagram and social media ops and all that stuff. But at the end of the day, he's does not get it because it's not his world it's not his reality. So when he talks about brotherhood and mind you, he, when he's mic'd up on NFL Sunday or Monday night football, I know that he knows what to say and what not to say. Cause he's that well, savvy, the dude's a, the dude's right? To get a job at, at NBC, uh, fucking commentator. Absolutely. He, uh, whenever he's ready to retire. Cause he's Drew Brees, right? But that's that job may be on the on the back burner right now. So at the end of the day, oh yeah, when he's mic'd up and he's talking about brotherhood and all these things, that just shows you that Black Lives Matter on the field, not off the field, and that's where the disconnect comes. So. Yep. He's worried about his teammates when they help his agenda. And this is where people are selfish. His agenda is winning and being Drew Brees. So his black receivers and the black people blocking for him only matter on the field when they're benefiting his agenda, his receiving yards, and his protection. Once you take off that uniform and you're a regular black pedestrian, a civilian, you no longer matter. And that's why he said what he said. I agree. Uh, Brian, you got any close up with? Nah, nah he, uh, he said exactly. So, 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 exactly. so, 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 bro, that's, that's exactly, he went in depth from exactly what I said, bro. There's no way that he was not prepared for that. He knew exactly what he should have said. He said what he wanted to say. Hey, uh, he said what he wanted to say because we've all, anytime, anytime we're about to do a pod, we have a little conversation. We don't get too in depth. 
mm-hmm. only prepare for certain things. And they have a PR yeah. team that specifically prepares for when you go on TV, when you go on certain shows, certain things to say in this show that you can't say in this show, certain things to say here that you can't yeah, say so, here, yeah, absolutely. certain things to say everywhere. That, he was prepared to answer the way that he wanted to fucking Absolutely. Answer. He answered what he thought was best for him, which was the worst thing that possibly could have happened. It's, more, that, it's a single agenda, bro. On that note... Um, yeah, it's right. Absolutely right. And I mean, you know, um, you know, we just here. This is a pod. I know this pod is kind of long. It is what it is. You know what I'm saying? We talking about real things. Some, real some of our pods are going to be funny. Some of our pods, we're going to talk about real shit that drives home. If anybody doesn't, um, agree with, any, with anyone I say, I'm flaming. Um, I'm flaming and I'm, po- don't do it. Come to me. Come to me. I'm willing to debate. Now, if you're ignorant, and you just all fuck everything, then go fuck yourself. Don't listen. You can't cancel this podcast because we're not popping. So you can't cancel this. You can't cancel me. You can't cancel Brian. Can't fact. cancel Zoe. Can't cancel Kelvin. It is what it is. There's no, you You cannot do it to us. Other than that, if you want to debate, have a healthy debate, you're more than welcome to come on the pod. Let's talk about it, but let's be respectful. If you just fuck this, fuck that, you know, you want to be racist, then go fuck yourself. We don't need you here. Uh, Brother Zoe, before we end this, plug your show one more time, please. So listen, man, I appreciate y'all. I love the Year podcast. You know, I Thank love you, your bro. guys' we platform. We Thank love you, you too, bro. We love you too. Have me on. I didn't even expect. Like when you, I saw you call me. I was. A, it's crazy because I came in with the energy I came in with today because I was on a Zoom before this with a lot of alumni, a lot of Black alumni from my boarding yeah. school. And what we were discussing was how we felt like the, the president of the school, how his, like, what his statement was, was kind of bullshit. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Because I felt like he was worried about the money and everything, and his, his donors and funders and all that stuff. So it was cool. So when you hit me up and you told me that we was going to talk about, I was like, this is the perfect opportunity. So once again, yeah, Lorenzo Bernardes Jr., you can find me on all platforms, type in my name, Lorenzo Bernardes Jr., um, long live big underscore Zoe on Instagram and on YouTube. You can find me at Conversation with Zoe, 45 episodes, just trying to enlighten my communities, uh, inspiring and lift my community, and honestly, just start the healing process because a lot of us, you know, Brian, bro, like we haven't met personally, but I love you, bro, because I know it was not easy to, spoke, to speak about what you spoke about. And, so you go, and when you yeah. when you go check out my channel, you're gonna see that all of all of my content is all about trying to heal our community from the trauma that we've experienced through police brutality, through racism, through growing up in the hood, through our own parents because they are are built on survival, not in love. So sometimes they worried about. This is another conversation for another day, but. They're worried about surviving in America and not really showing their kids love. So, like, we may have had everything we needed growing up, but maybe we didn't have that emotional support that we needed. So, that's me, and I appreciate you guys having me. Nah, anytime, nah, my brother. You, and you, I'm, brother. I'm, I'm laughing at Brian, too. I've known Brian, what we know, 12 years now? Since, 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 yeah, since I've seen him here at Westside. And, you know, I know the story. You know what I'm saying? We, we, we spoke about this multiple times, and... You know, I'm, you know, to just share it, you know what I'm saying? To just share the story and whoever listens is going to listen, you know what I'm saying? It's, it's rough. And I, I thank everybody for that. Uh, this has yeah. been episode 
55 of the year podcast. Hopefully y'all tune in. Uh, Zoe, we're going to get you back on. Hopefully it's a better, whenever you want to come Whenever you want to come, it's always good. Hopefully, we get you next time. We can, we can start cracking jokes. Yeah, and let's it, do it. Let's do it. And, and it'll definitely be some fun. I definitely mm-hmm. want to talk to you off air. Brian, I love you, my brother, always, man. One time for the one time. Can we get a year real quick? Yeah. yeah.